still a slight stigma about women buying their own property. However, buying property can be the most empowering thing anyone can do. It can give you a steady stream of passive income to pay down your debt. It can give you a safe sanctuary to call home while your property appreciates in your sleep. And it can create the foundation of fulfilling some lifelong goals. But doing it properly is an art. Today, we are going to look into how buying property can empower women and how property can bring a sense of personal satisfaction to your life. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Real Copyright is your go-to property copywriter who understands the real estate industry and all its changing dynamics. If you are looking for a copywriter who understands the changing markets, writes property to bring out the best features in a diversified sales market or a competitive rental market, you've come to the right place. Real Copyright gets your copy right. Cynthia Peretz has been nominated as a woman to watch in 2022. She is the director of Metronix Property Advisors and has been in the property industry for over 20 years. One of her niche markets is helping women get into the property market. Always a pleasure to have a woman who's passionate in her field on real estate, right? Welcome, Cynthia. How are you today? Very well, thanks, Sue. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on and also for joining us on our 150th episode of Real Estate Right. Thanks so much. Now, just just a bit of background so people understand why you're the expert on how women can feel empowered to buy property. Um, How did you get into real estate? So we came to Australia in 2002 and I got my first job working for builders, um, which was awesome. How I got into being an advocate, we bought our house with no help. And I suppose I want to be able to save people something that could be a costly mistake. We never had a contract read. We never had a building inspector inspect the house. We never knew any of these facts were done. Yeah. Um, we were just really lucky we didn't buy a, a lemon. So mm. I got into advocacy because I just want to make sure that people dot their R's and cross their T's. We're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and I just want to be able to share my experiences with them. Yeah. That's how I got into property. Sounds good. Yeah. Like it's a very, you could say noble way of doing it. You know, it, <laughs> um, you know, it's, and the thing is, it's pretty much the premises of why I do this podcast is because not everyone does real estate every day. So they don't understand all those little nuances that can make or break a sale or it's their heart and life savings. Do you know what I mean? That is at the forefront of it all when they buy a property and they need to know that they're being looked after. Oh, definitely. I mean, we're talking about having a mortgage for the next 30 years. That's a lifelong commitment. It is. It is, definitely. Okay, now we're going to talk about how women can feel empowered to buy property. So what troubles do women still find when inspecting or buying property if they are doing it on their own? What do you find? I would start by saying a common reaction when inspecting and buying uh, property for women is that we tend to buy with our 
hearts and not with our heads. Yes. Um, and it's daunting and overwhelming and a little scary to slowly be responsible uh, a for finding a home, getting a mortgage, then paying off that mortgage um, and on a single salary. And there is a process of buying property, uh, the inspections, negotiations, bidding. And for everyone, but more so for women, as we are more cautious with our money and sometimes we happen, we overthink the purchase. Yes, very true. <laughs> I also find when I write copy, I target that emotive pull the heartstrings kind of thing and that gets those women into the door and then usually the men go you know talk to the agent and say okay how about the structure like you know what sort of insulations in there what's you know they talk about the practical things yeah yeah yeah. whereas if you a woman doing it on their own they really wouldn't go into that technical structural information with their rate with their agent would they well I suppose you are looking we would look and look at the house or the apartment or, or, or whatever it is for the future mm. and you see yourself living in it. Yes. But that's not the bones of the property. No. Yeah. You see all the, the interior design stuff. You see all the, you know, how it's going to make you feel with that little fireplace in the corner or the, do you know what I mean? Like it's The kids can sit at the bench and they can do homework and you yeah. can see them at the same time, that kind of yeah. thing. And unfortunately, yeah. that we need to see past that. Yeah. When yeah. buying a property. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yes, storage. They always love storage, <laughs> lots of storage, and then they realise when they unpack their home how much storage they really don't need. Yes. <laughs> how can they overcome getting that emotional pull and putting a bit of headspace into that rather than heart space? Um, so I would start off by saying to understand the market and the dynamics where you buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Consider what other properties are available in the immediate area that you're looking at. Yeah. Speak to as many locals. I find um, I like to drive those streets, not only on a Saturday, yeah. mornings, evenings, you know, the hours, just see how different yeah. the traffic is and what's around. Um, and then also by talking to a, to to people, it will let you know um, what's on the other side of the street. Um, I like to let um, competing agents know that I am looking at something yeah. um, or a similar property. Um, I think it's a good trick because it keeps them on their toes. Um, make sure you do the legwork and consult professionals that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, so we back on having the contract read having a building inspection done, you know, like really tapping into all those um, professionals. And then I suppose also, you know, anybody can go into core logic and just get an idea on the market. Yes. um, And the demographics of the suburb. And Um, and like domain.com.au also has those sort of figures if you want to do those suburb profiles. Um, I think realestate.com.au has one similar, but I think domain's a bit more detailed. For them, right? Yeah, and and um, also you can go to your local council. Yeah. They're very open and they're very willing to have you. Um, for example, um, there could be significant construction um, that might be popping up. 
Um, are they working on the, the road? I mean, as you would know now, yeah. there's so much road work's being done. Yeah. So, um, but even like yeah, the parks, are they going to upgrade the take... parks in the local area? Correct. All that Correct. Stuff. So again, if you're buying an investment, you need to consider who's going to be living in it. Mm. Um, you know, so if you're looking for that four bedroom house, you want to be near a park or mm. in close distance to a school, find out what the school zones are. Are they attracted schools to go to? Like, are they renowned for whatever they do? Correct. So it's not just the property. There's a lot to do with what's around it. So do your mm. homework. Like, yeah, definitely. I've bought two properties on my own in my lifetime and um, never really thought of being a woman as a disadvantage. Um, it was more the fact that I was self-employed that was the big disadvantage trying to get the home loans and things like that. Are there more concerns with earning ability, age and health status than sex or gender these days or not? I would generally say women lack stability and buying property is a big financial commitment and we tend to rethink everything or overthink everything. Um, We have to get over that thought barrier Yes, because at the end of the day, we are savvier. We just need to have the confidence. So I suppose men are in the same boat but they just go out there more confident. But yeah, they're, they're more matter of fact, Just the persona. And mm. we, need to, we need to change that. I've also bought two investment properties in my time. And it's really doing your research. You go in there and, mm. and when, when people are trying to tap into your emotions knowing generally that's how women buy it's being able to say well no okay these are the things that i need to follow yeah um and and stick to those you know guidelines like stick to you know i need to you know i'm going to have that emotional pull to buy it i'm going to have i'm going to check the structure of it i'm going to get a building inspector to have a look at it i'm going to have my conveyancer overlook the uh, combine, um, the contracts before I go and put an offer in. I'm going to give you an example, Sue. So yeah. um, my bookkeeper's son and his new wife were looking at buying a property and had all these questions that the agent told him and she said, do you mind speaking to my son? Because, you know, anyway, we spoke about, I explained to them about bidding at an auction, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, until they had their finances sorted out. They couldn't take a chance at bidding at the auction. Um, But I recommended to them, go to the auction. If it gets passed in, we can always negotiate. But also look at who's bidding, what the price ranges are, um, and what the percentages go up. So you you, you have a good idea. Anyway, he called me back on the day, on last Saturday on the day of the auction, and he said, oh, the agents just come to tell me that the vendor said, it's okay if we only pay 5% deposit um, and my mother can go guarantor. And I said, hold on a second. You had an auction. Yeah. If it's not in the contract, there's no going back on what the agent said if you bid on this home. Yeah. He said, oh, but we really love this house and we can see us having a family in the house. So it was that whole thing. And it was like, you know what, guys? I believe very strongly if it's meant to be, it will be, okay? Yeah. You can't take this chance, okay? And if if it doesn't happen, something else will come up. Don't rush into it. And trust the process. And trust the process. That's exactly right. That's mm. exactly right, you know. So, um, 
Oh, it's a hard one. And when there is are fewer properties on the market and we tend to think that we're going to be missing out, mm. that's yes. where I find, let's go back to that question again, is professionals, yes. there's a reason why they are there and there's a reason why we use their services. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's um, knowing your own capabilities and trusting the professionals to be on your side. Well, I mean, I can tell you that one of the biggest services that has come up for me in the last maybe 18 months is just Mm -hmm. auction bidding. Oh, really? Yeah. Because people are feeling that they just say, oh, another $1,000, another $5,000. And they're even feeling that even if their father, cousin, it's still still too close. If they really know what their budget is, okay, Mm -hmm. and they want to make sure that they're paying the, the right price, they mm. are feeling that a professional is better for them. Then yeah. they won't be overpaying and they will stick to their budget. And they take the emotion out of it. And they take the emotion out of it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are some strategies that women can do to get themselves into the property market, especially the investment market that obviously can empower them more? Okay, so there's a... So when it comes to property, there's a lot of factors, a timing, location, property yeah. types, financing, and the list goes on. Um, and these factors can can change often. So buying an investment property is very different to buying a property which you'll be living in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you buy an investment property with your head and not with your heart. Um, yeah. You need to have a different set of criteria for choosing that type of home. Is it a house, an apartment? a townhouse that I'm looking for, area, suburbs, do you want to buy in? Investing in real estate is about capital growth and finding a property that will increase in value at the right price is critical. But rental return is also important because that person's going to be paying your mortgage. Mm. But we need to take it one step further about also the demographic. Yes, we're talking about this is a long-term, which should be a long-term investment. And and long-term means like north of sort of five, maybe plus. even 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. a, a lot of people keep them ongoing and they build their portfolio because they want retirement income or they want to leave that property to their kids maybe one day or they buy something that they think that they could retire into, um, you know, and then they buy that, that property now while... They can. So, you know, there's wear and tear with every property. So yes. I think demographic is also really important. Um, are you renting it to a family? Are you going to be changing um, tenancies every year? Yes. yes. So, yeah, yeah that's where I to- feel that people need to look not only yeah. at the, the, the numbers, but at the longer view of the property. Yeah. And like a great strategy I find with investment properties is um, like most people will build up that portfolio and it may, if you can get to three or four, even seven properties um, before you retire, then you retire and then slowly sell each one. And so each time you sell one, the capital gain is your income for the year because you're essentially a zero income if you've retired. Um, And so therefore your capital gain won't be as much because it's based on your the profit that you've made on that property. Correct. But also 
you know, if you buy an investment property and you give it to your immediate family, there is no um, uh, duties, stamp duties and anything well. like that. Yeah, it just goes mm-hmm. over free. So I suppose just going back, I would say that um, buy an investment property, if you don't want to use help and you want to do it on your own, I would say look at the market, look at the vacancy rates in the areas yeah. that you're looking at. Not only the vacancy rate, see how many properties are for rent because some yeah. of these areas where they have these estates and they all get finished at the same time. So you've got uh, 400, 800 houses. Um, people are going to go for the cheapest home first. Yes. So how long can you afford to be paying your mortgage before you get a tenant? But yet on the other hand, you don't want to give it away for, for, for nothing. So there are, it's a balancing act. Yeah. Um, I suppose council and government plans, as we said, neighbourhood features, um, the property itself, if it's an established property, what the maintenance would be. If it's not immediate, what does the property manager say you'd be looking at in the next 10 years? Do they need to go back to your mortgage broker and say, I need that offset because I need to start saving money because we're going to have to pay into all whatever it is, even if you're buying an apartment and you pay body corporate, you know, after so many years, they replace carpets and, you know, paint corridors and, you know, all that type of stuff. So just having a steady rental income to help you pay that mortgage. Yeah. Now, are there any specific strategies that are outside the box that most people wouldn't consider? Yeah. And I'm going to say consider using a property advocate. A lot of people don't know what we do. Um, And I suppose we say regularly, we save clients time, money and stress. But the bigger thing is that we look at properties every day. So Mm. we know the market, we know the agents, we walk into a property and we look at the features, look at the walls, you know, we get a good idea of the streets and the suburbs. So already that's a plus over people just walking in. Um, we save the time because we do this every day. So we're not waiting for the Saturdays to go and see one house or two houses. We could probably, or well, I know that I can see four months work worth of properties in one week if there are properties on the market. So from a time point of view, it fast tracks your options and it saves you that time of giving up your weekends. The money was we are good and we experienced at negotiating we also bid at auction and then the biggest thing is we take that we alleviate that stress because we're taking that stress out of it and we're only taking you to go and see what you need so yeah yeah, uh, it's a it's a thing that people don't often know about but also it's a fee and people say oh I can do it on my own yeah it's more than it's more than money when you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars It's as we said at the beginning, don't buy a a, a lemon. And how would you know when you buy one property in your lifetime or maybe two? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to have a small break and talk to Cynthia about what goals we should be setting when it comes to buying property and feeling empowered by it. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and I'm your host, Sue Langana, and I'm talking with Cynthia Peretz from Metrolinx Property Advisors about how 
women can feel empowered buying property. So, Cynthia, now you've got some tips, six tips, I believe, you give women when they want to buy property. So let's go through this lovely little list. Um, setting goals. Yeah, so when I say by setting goals, know what your budget is. Yes. Understand why you're doing it. So have your have your future's luck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was number two. Visualize what your future is. So why are yeah. you buying it? What is the purpose behind it? And yeah. stick to that. Yeah. Um, make a list of the things that have to be done. So contract read, property inspection done. Um, and then again, make a list of the things that you would want in a home. So yes. is it a pantry? Uh, single story? Um, you know, garden, uh, uh, parking, you know, make your north-facing aspect. Correct, 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 correct. You know, make that list um, is important. Um, yes, And sometimes it's, good to have, it's sort of good to have two lists, like the primary list, this is what I have to, the must-have, and then these are the desirable things. I, I can live without it, but I'd really like it if this happened, you know, if I had a house with this or an investment with this. Correct, and that also will take you to, I'd love to live in Paran, and if I can't find it, I'm prepared to look in St Kilda or, do you know what I mean, Glen Iris. Like be open to seeing where your money can go, okay, and the best value for your money. Yeah. Number four. Scrutinise the property and get to know the agent. So, yes, um, back to doing your research seeing yes. who the agents are that are selling in the area that you're looking at. Um, yeah. Look at their um, sales history, uh, which you can get on the internet. Um, yeah. Know whether they underquote or overquote, you know, that just scrutinise yeah. the property. And also check just like if you go to an open for inspection, like obviously you'll check the property, you go, you recommend to your client um you know, to go and do the open for inspection. See how many people are there. See who are making inquiries. See, like, just sort of quietly observe. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's interesting that you say that. I don't know how many times I've had younger buyers say, oh, Cynthia, there were 13 groups of people. I'm never going to be able to buy that. Look at my competition. And it's like, hold on a second. A lot of people could be next-door neighbours. A lot of people are just looking. You don't necessarily, what, you might have five buyers in those 13. Don't, yeah, yeah don't get, you know, swept in um, yeah. just by the amount of people that you might see at an open. Yeah. So, as I said, observe. Observe, like, hear the little chatters that they're doing, you know. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And then the last one just, oh, well, what did I say, research. So it's back again on speak to the council you know, uh, uh, drive those roads, look for the schools, look for the public transport. Um, yes. Yeah, research yeah. is huge. It is huge, yeah. And the last one is pre-approval. Make sure that you've got it. Correct. Um, have a good broker. I would highly recommend a mortgage broker over going directly to a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, yes. That pre-approval really gives you a good idea and, and it will stop you from wasting time of looking at your what you wish for, again, mm. the reality of what you can buy. So getting back onto that pre-approval, because interest rates are going up quite 
regularly at the moment are banks slash mortgage brokers. Obviously, um, it's more banks, sorry. Um, are banks reducing the time that you're pre-approved from? Because some, it used to be like six months, three months, and now is it more like one, two months that you're actually pre-approved? Uh, uh, as far as I understand, it's still 90 days. Okay. But, you know, you just, I can say that my clients are reducing the amount of money that they are putting down on a property. So they're taking into consideration if they're going to be interest rates, they're not under pressure. Yes. So take that into consideration also that they're talking about interest rate rises. There will be interest rate rises. Still go out there and buy what you want. Buy your dream, buy your portfolio, start off with your portfolio, but reduce the amount of money that you're going to be spending so you yeah. don't get into that financial uh, um, frustration or panic. And just understand that, you know, you may not be able to do that bathroom renovation now. It might be two or three years down the track. Correct. Um, and be okay with that. Can you tell us a story that you've helped a woman who felt maybe unsure of the process and, you know, all of a sudden she's bought a property and her confidence has just been built up. You got anything? Okay, so I, I'm i going to share an experience with you with my interstate client. So I had yeah. a client that went back to WA during COVID and she mm-hmm. had put her Brunswick apartment on, on the market, but now she needed to find something else. Anyway, she came to me and got a brief went to inspect properties. Um, Every time I would see one that she liked, I would video it and I would Mm -hmm. send it to her to go and see. The agent never knew who who, um, I was dealing with and I knew that I could tick all those boxes. When it came to the day of the auction, she had five girlfriends come to support Mm. me at the auction. We were like the girl club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they put her on video. um, and. I felt like it was goggle box because you saw the family yeah. sitting on their couch on their uh, FaceTime, anyway, yeah. on the video. And I got the apartment for her and I think it saved her $30,000. And it was a matter of that she said that when we looked at the auction, we were the only females bidding on mm. that property. Every other person had a brother or a father yeah. there for them. And her parents said that she, being young, wouldn't have been able to stand up against that. Yes. Because for some reason, we're back to the same thing again. We feel that we don't have a voice. Yes. Um, so you brought the girl power in. Exactly. Made it brought the girl power in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And she's happy. And she's happy. Yay. Uh, there was just one thing Sue, that I would say. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you're going to look at an inspection, if you're going to look at property, hold your cards close to your chest. Yes. Um, even at auction, don't get too excited. Yeah. You know, just try and hold it inside. Ask as many questions as you want because you never have a stupid yeah. question. But yes. hold your cards close to your chest. Don't tell them how much you want to spend. Don't tell them how much yeah. you can spend and don't show too much emotion. Yeah. And actually understanding the difference between what you want to spend and how much you can spend. 
is crucial in itself, isn't it? I, mean, yeah. I see people because I hear people and there could be a property on the market and the agent will say, well, you know, what did you want to spend? And they say, oh, it fits into my price range. Okay. Yeah. Don't, just don't give away numbers. Yeah. Give yourself some negotiating power. And if they say, what's what's your price range? I'd say, oh, well, anything between 500000 and $3 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Position yourself in a situation where the real estate agent will take you seriously and they will call you up to say, look, we've got an offer or, you know, and keep you in the loop. So you don't want to have too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any other way we can help women feel empowered when they buy property? Just be strong, be confident, and you know different to anybody else. Yep. Believe in yourself. And believe in yourself. Listen, we work hard. No, no different to anybody else. Oh, we do. Our money is worth the same as anybody else, and I think that it's a it's a good thing that we're cautious. Yes, we we just can't let it hold us back. Yeah, it's knowing the 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 balance, isn't it? Knowing yeah. where where to go. Anyway, it's is such a fickle market out there at the moment, so it's good to know that while there is still a little bit of volatility out there, there are still ways to make money on property. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for your wise words and advice. Now, do you have any special offers for our listeners? I offer an initial 30-minute free consultation to talk to property purchasers about their strategy and just try and assist, uh, assist them at their start or for yeah. their start. Yeah, sounds good. We'll have that in our social media and on our show notes. But before we can do that, we need to get your details. So can you give our Real Estate White listeners your contact details? Sure. So um, love phone calls, 0432-327-945. I work seven days a week. You can never interrupt me if I'm not available. Leave a message. Uh, email, um, cynthia.perrett.com. Can we put it in probably at outlook.com is the easiest one. Uh, and I do have a website, uh, www.metrolinks.com.au. Uh, and Metrolinks is spelled M-E-T-R-O-L-I-N-X. Yeah. A-A-U. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on our Real Estate Right podcast. Thanks, Sue. Thanks so much. Now, next week, we have Michael Hain from Security Heroes to talk to us about various security systems available for your home. It's a great episode for those looking to make their home or holiday rental a bit more secure while giving you peace of mind. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is produced by Real Copyright, one of Melbourne's leading real estate copywriting companies, and is written, hosted, and produced by me, Sue Langada, with the support of my production and social media assistant, Lisa Fisher. All information given on this podcast is a guide only and delivered to help you understand the intricacies that can happen in real estate. We recommend that you get professional advice that is designed for your own personal circumstances. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting this podcast Premium Beat for their music, Francis Morello for his voiceover, and Zoom for the recording. If you have a real estate story that is inspiring or a great how-to tip, please contact Lisa on 
0457-777-889 to find out how you can be a guest on Real Estate Right in 2022. If you would like to know more about our copywriting services, please email Lisa at orders at realcopyright.com.au. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Right. It's where buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right. Right.